0: Welcome to Season 2 of Living Fullness, a podcast where two friends explore what it means to live out the Christian life. My name is Stina Constantine.
1: And my name is Father Sean Burns. And every week we look more closely at deepening friendships, intentional relationships, growth in virtue and nurturing our spiritual
0: lives. We hope by sharing our learning, reflections and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full.
1: Welcome back to the Living Fullness Podcast. Hi, Steena. How are you going today? I'm
0: doing well, Padre.
1: How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. What have you been up
0: to? Oh, it's been happening lately. We've had Celebration Central here at Virtue Ministry in the last couple of weeks. Oh, indeed. Yeah. yeah between, you know, VM birthdays and VM, mm. you know, team members having anniversaries and birthdays. Yes, 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 We had a birthday for our prayer coordinator recently, which was awesome. Um, and she's expecting her first barb at the moment oh, too, yes. which is also. That's, really beautiful. Cool. That's beautiful. And then we also had Emily and um, Ben. Emily's our graphic designer and writer. And mm. her husband Ben, they celebrated their fifteenth wedding anniversary. So it's all yeah. happening yeah. over here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Emily and Ben are amazing people. Yeah. They it's it's um uh, every second committee that I look at <laughs> right. has, has Emily and Ben on right? us. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure every time Father Burns or Father After or Father Someone comes knocking at their door, they're like, Oh no.
0: Not another one. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're Um, more like "Mm, let's reassess what we can do. That's that's right. Yeah, we can do that. They're really good at doing that. They're really good at
1: saying no. I can't do this because I've got other commitments on, or I or I can do this because we've just we've just uh, recently finished a commitment and there is room for that. They are so good at doing that. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good.
0: Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, Well.
1: I have recently actually caught up with a, a dear friend of mine. Mm. Um, so uh, one of the teachers at a local school here at Wagga, I, I came one day when we were recording, came over and just, just had a chat with uh, with David Van Stein. And, uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, really good guy. Yep. And uh, so he you and know, I just had a you know, nice chat, sat down and and um, and chewed the fat about life and faith and all that. It was, it was really great catching up with him.
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah so. Awesome. So, yeah. Shout out to Dave and his wife too.
1: Yeah, yeah, and his beautiful children.
0: Yes, yes. So,
1: uh, uh, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, we're about to do another book study. The book that we're studying is by Mary Healy and it is called Men and Women Are from Eden. Uh, It's a a Theology of the Body book. It puts into simple language what St. John Paul II is writing about in his Theology of the Body, Really, really cool, and uh, we're going to have a look at it and uh, study it and take out some aspects of it. And you can get it on Kindle and uh, on Google Books. So grab it, have a read, and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll start going through it uh, very soon.
0: Yeah, so that'll start on the second week of October. Rock on, okay. So as of the 12th of October, we'll kick off that book study.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: Mm. So for this week's episode, we are going to have a bit of a chat about modesty. Ooh, mm, the M word. The dreaded M word. <laughs> it's the one topic that nobody wants to talk about. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> it's so um, uncomfortable. It's so sensitive. It's so, also like has a cringe factor to it. Mm. So yeah, that's what we're talking about today is we're going to have a bit about chat about, about modesty and we also want to emphasize that this is not an episode where we talk about modesty and dress only no, and it's no, not right. an episode where we're talking about what women should or shouldn't dress in this is not this is right. not what we're doing here today we actually want to talk about what modesty means as a whole you know why it's essential why it's good and why it's beautiful in all of its forms and we want to talk about how do we approach concerns around modesty with our friends
1: so yeah look uh, modesty is is uh, as you rightly say modesty is more than the physical realm modesty does refer to our speech and our behavior like it's it's entirely possible it's entirely plausible that you could have somebody who's dressed to the nines and 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 by all accounts is considered modest in dress but in fact is still an immodest person by virtue of behavior or speech Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, i think that's 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 entirely possible and plausible in regard to to we're sort of we're probably looking here a little more around um, sort of the the question of dress the question of the question of 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 physical modesty. Look to our show notes to see a little bit more about other aspects of modesty, uh, because we don't want to reduce it down just to dress. Yeah. Um, yep. So.
0: So you'll find the link to the show notes in the description box where we've actually done a bit of an extended write-up around modesty in speech, modesty in behaviour, as well as a little bit on modesty in dress as well. Yeah. So I,
1: I, to start off with, um, I'd like to share a little story. Uh, about story time. Story time. <laughs> That's right.
0: was um, <laughs> so <what>? play school. <laughs> oh,
1: I know. I know. It's like Sesame Street. Oh, no. Uh, no, no. Uh, so- <laughs> So, um, when I was studying, a lecturer of mine um, said that that women needed to learn modesty, but that boys, men, automatically knew modesty <laughs> because, I can see this is going over very well with you, uh, because... Um, They 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 sort of know what tempts them, they know what sort of attracts them and so they they kind of just have a sense of what modesty is.
0: Oh, I wish it worked that way. I wish you could look at I wish you could look at what was really bad in the world and therefore just automatically know
1: I know, I know.
0: What is good and beautiful.
1: So so I've I've I I, I repeated this back to um uh one of my uh, parish priests that I was working with at the time. And he looked at me and went, what? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense, right? And he's like, have you looked outside your window recently? Have you seen blokes walking around with their dacks halfway around their waist and they're they're walking around all frumpy-like and... And then you go and you talk to them, and, and you look them in the eye, and they're like, Ooh, and they're not looking anywhere in the eye, and they're sort of their gaze is downcast. And you say, "Hi, how are you going?" And like, really well, doing. you know. And, and it's 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 and like, and you don't think men need to learn modesty? And I'm just like, I don't, I, 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 I don't know what to say to that. Um, clearly, that that just didn't quite accord with reality. Uh, so, how do we understand? Uh, modesty, well, I, I, I think it, it does apply both to men and to women. Uh, and and it, it applies precisely because it's broader than just clothing, but it also applies in regard to clothing as well. Yeah. How I groom myself, how I, I present myself, you know. Like, if a bloke rocks up to church in in stubbies and a singlet top, that is immodest, you know. Uh, if, if, if a man is, is wearing extraordinarily tight clothing, that is immodest, uh, you know. Like it's 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 uh, in order to extraordinarily tight clothing in order to show muscles and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is immodest, mm. uh, you know. So, so I, I, I uh, and and really, the presumption behind this idea that women need to learn modesty but men don't is that women don't find men physically attractive, mm. which is nonsense. Mm. It's nonsense mm. of the highest order. Mm. They experience physical attraction differently because we are different men and women. But the notion that there is not some level of physical attraction uh is 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 just sheer nonsense yeah. uh so um uh, it's 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 something that 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 i think we certainly need to move away from that 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 notion yeah uh so modesty is for both men and women but then how do we understand modesty in regards for men and women how do we talk about particularly modesty around dress like do we talk about it in terms of rules do we talk about it in terms of okay so you can wear this but you can't wear this and you can wear this but only with this and this is like like, is this the way that we talk about modesty well I sense that rules are not the most helpful teacher when it comes to modesty.
0: Not alone. Not alone. No,
1: no. So, so do they have a place? Mm. Absolutely, yes. Mm. Because all morality has to have an objective mm. standard. So, is there a place for for that? Yet, yeah, absolutely. But I think what it needs to be founded on is this notion of human dignity. Right. Mm. That's mm-hmm. the fundamental. Like the rules are not rules in and of themselves for themselves. Right. Rules mm. must be founded on this notion of human dignity that I'm made in the image and likeness of God, and therefore whatever I dress in actually has to reflect that reality. Um, so rules on their own do not communicate this. Uh, so I, I sense that's not the best way forward, mm-hmm. uh, is just to focus on rules only. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also modesty by rules, the notion that, that, that the rules help to communicate modesty on their own, kind of fails to recognise cultural differences. You know, and, and that modesty is not defined by Western sensibilities. Uh, we sort of sometimes, I think, confuse our Western sensibility with the virtue of modesty, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and that's not always the case. Like there are, there there is a modesty that you'll find in tribes in Africa that are not going yep. to look the same in yep. our Western in our Western world. Yep. So, um, is a a a um, a difference in terms of 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 modesty culturally and, and, and just for a, without going into it in any detail, if you want to see something about that and you want to get a sense of it, may I suggest mere Christianity from CS Lewis, really, really good. And if you want a bit of an audio uh, recording about that, we've got a link in the show notes that you can click on to get CS Lewis's understanding of, um, of uh, modesty. I disagree with him on some aspects there. Um, uh but, um, but you'll do, find that in the and, show notes And you'll too. find that in the show notes as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think rules are a good way no. on their own. No. Um, not not yeah. when,
0: as you were saying, you know, modesty at the end of the day is meant to reveal the person. Right. Um, and still also maintain reverence for, what, for the things that aren't meant to be unveiled to everybody right. at the same right. time. Like there is, there is an element that is withheld and mm. is only meant for a certain other person. Um, yeah. But it is meant to reveal who you are to others. So there is, there is like, culture has something to say in yes. that space. Yes, absolutely. In terms of appropriateness,
1: absolutely. And and look, cultural changes and norms also have to reflect. Um, sort of, we we reflect on whether a cultural change. Is good or bad based on the question of does this reveal the dignity of the human yes, person? Yes, yes. Like that's that's the measure by which we judge. Yes. Uh, cultural shifts and changes yeah. in regard to modesty. Yeah. Um, so
0: modesty doesn't act – like we don't go looking for the culture to teach us what modesty is. We go looking within the culture to figure out how does modesty fit, whilst whilst we have this culture that we have. So modesty yeah, is meant to yeah. sit over it. We don't go looking into the culture. No, exactly. To to, exactly. to define modesty, how right that's you not
1: are, how right you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so so that's 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 uh, uh in regards sort of how we view uh modesty in the physical sense in regards dress, um, you may have some questions around that, uh, particularly in regards. Yeah. There, there may be some questions around practicalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and. Ladies, I can't help you in that regard, but I know Stina can. And, and fellas, um, I'll do what I can bearing in, be, bearing in mind I wear the exact same thing every single day.
0: But but yeah, 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 sure, sure. There yeah. might be there might be some guidelines that and not just for me, like look up to any yeah. any man or woman who dresses well exactly. and presents themselves exactly. in a way that's respectable, honors themselves and honors the people yeah. around them and yeah. ask them how they how they figure that out. What how do they so figure right out their on. own standards? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely have that conversation with them. But in terms of modesty in speech and in behavior, like there are other Like there are people around us that we can go to to ask those questions to learn from.
1: That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Um,
0: All right. So So that's kind of like
1: the preamble. It was a lengthy preamble, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a (laughs) lengthy preamble,
0: but that's okay. That's the preamble for the question that we want to get into, which is, you know, how do we address modesty concerns with a friend? Yeah. Yeah. This is like super sensitive territory, Mm -hmm. uncomfortable territory, Um, So I guess the very first question, I mean, the very first thing to bear in mind is that like there is a sensitivity that is needed around this for both men and women. Um, But then the first question to ask yourself is, am I the right person to be having this conversation with whoever it is that I'm concerned about, regardless of whether that was something you know, that they said or did or the way that they dressed, whatever it is, am I the right person to approach them Um, and so two things to consider to figure out if you are the right person is do I know them well enough and do we trust each other
1: yeah yeah if I'm of the opposite sex so if someone's of the opposite sex there may be a question about well okay yes do I know the person well enough do we trust each other but because I'm of the opposite sex am I the appropriate person to address this well it sort of depends on the friendship, as you've already said, the level of trust, uh, and 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 the level of involvement. Um, you know, so for instance, um, a female friend who recognises that a male friend is immodest in his behaviour or dress may want to bring this up, based on how it impacts her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so this this is this is really sort of um, impacted her life. It's it's become you know um, that behaviour has has left a real a real imprint on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's decided. Okay, I need to say something here. Mm-hmm. In doing this, in in bringing this this um, this conversation to light, two things sort of help to help to guide the way that we move forward. So, firstly, either the level of trust has to be secure, where you can actually look to the other person and go, you know what, I trust that. If I bring this up with him, or if I bring this up with her, that he or she is going to react. Uh, it, it may be it may be emotionally, but they know that I've got their best interest at heart. Mm. They know that I'm not coming from a place of attack, um, and particularly if I'm careful about not making accusations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like so. So I think definitely having that level of trust to be secure in, in, in the friendship in bringing that up. But alternatively, in in the, the example I used before. The level of damage done, it might be so significant that the level of trust is not a factor. Mm. You know, where it's just like, okay, I know this person. Yeah. This was a really serious issue. This was something really, really serious, um, and I actually need to um, to speak to the person who's responsible for the way that 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 yeah. I that I that I felt that the way that I I you know sort of. Um, ...was impacted by that particular display of immodesty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: and the increase of that, you know, reaction or damage done, if you like would be exacerbated by however many people were impacted by it. Because maybe it wasn't just you. Maybe it was somebody else. Maybe it was a group of people. Right. You know, so like the number of people involved could make that even more important to action that. Or the the circumstance in which it happened, the situation which it happened, was it a private space or a public space? Like all those all those other factors could make this particular thing so important and so essential to address that it doesn't really matter what level of trust you're in in that friendship or acquaintance or whatever it might be, whatever relationship it might yeah. be, it needs to be addressed. Yeah,
1: yeah, yep, totally.
0: So totally. it's not just the emotional reaction that one person has. It may
1: also be the 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 way that other people have taken it as well as the circumstances that that the, yeah. that, that it occurred in. Like, if it happens in a pub or a church, those are two very yeah. different venues and places. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not to mention, maybe it's not safe for that other person yeah, to be yeah. behaving in, yeah. it, to well be behaving, behaving well in that way. Wow, those words weren't working. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But no, you're quite right. Mm. You're quite right. Um, just a, a word of encouragement for men um, it, may be, uh, it may be difficult to have this conversation with women, not because women are difficult, not because women are difficult in this space, but because it is a sensitive space. It's, it's, you know, remember that, that, that modesty is an expression of the human person and particularly if a woman is, is you know, conscious about her, her choices in fashion. If there is something immodest, she's going to take it, you know, she's going to take it hard. Uh, so she will take it to heart and, and that's okay. And so there may be tears, there may be um, some, some raw emotion in that conversation. Um, it's all right to sit with that. And it's it's all right too to to know that that's not always the same way that every woman's going to react as well. Uh, that that you know some women will will uh, it may still you know sort of hit a nerve as it were, but they'll they'll look at it and go, okay, look, thank you for that. I appreciate it. You know, and and and, and move on um, and you know, process that at a at a later time. Um, so that's um, don't not have that conversation with your female friends. Um, I think it's actually a really important conversation for you to have depending on the level of trust um, or the the, the situation that you find yourself in. So don't be afraid to have that conversation even though the emotions might be raw, understandably so.
0: It actually says something about a man's... um, the way that a man views the dignity of a woman. Mm. In in being able to have the courage to approach a conversation that is so sensitive, yeah. it yeah. speaks volumes. Even yeah. even if things may be raw to begin with, yeah. it actually yeah. does speak volumes.
1: That's good for us to
0: know. Uh, another thing to consider is is modesty even a topic of conversation in the friendships that mm. we have? Because if we are in like a cl- and I'm thinking particularly like close friendships because maybe modesty isn't something that we talk about with our acquaintances. But with our close friends, if topic of modesty in terms of, you know, the way that we speak, in terms of the way that we behave, the way that we dress, haven't come up in conversation before in some shape or form, it's going to be quite jarring yeah. to bring up, you know, a conversation around here was something that I noticed that wasn't helpful mm-hmm. when that's not been a conversation that you've sure. had before. Yeah. Um, So that doesn't mean that you know now we need to go and preempt every other conversation out there. But actually having the conversation around standards, Mm. like the type of standards that we want to live by, that's something that everyone in close friendships should be having anyway. It's not like an add-on that you have to have in case you have a modesty concern you need to raise later on down the track. I'd actually question how close a friends are you with someone if you haven't had conversations around what are your principles for living? What are your standards for living? What yes. are your values? Yes. What do you appreciate? What do you not appreciate? Because, you know, those are the things that make me go, when I read like a news article or whatever, mm. those are the things that make me go, oh, yes, I don't remember. I know this particular close friend, they're going to have something to say about this news article because it relates to a principle that they live by. Mm. Or, oh, this friend of mine is actually not going to like this news article because it's going to grate on a particular principle that they live by. Yep. But like those, those are the things that um, increase and deepen a friendship when mm. you know who they are, what they stand for, um, and what they live by.
1: Actually, this this is true. I know that even when you share articles with me that it might be about um, uh, you know some um, uh, some aspect of you know, regulating temper or <laughs> or, um, or or even. Um, you know, you, you know my theological leanings. You know, you know things that I don't like and things that I do like. And uh, something that challenges that, um, any time that, that 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 you do that, often it will go with, "I know you don't like this," <laughs> but bang, here yeah. it is. A- a- and and um, I often find those confronting, mm-hmm. um, and particularly if it's someone who I disagree with theologically who makes a very very fine point. <laughs>
0: I'm like, oh, Dang, that was, that was good. such a good point,
1: <laughs> and I wish it wasn't a good point. I don't like him, but but it's it's you know really really yeah. good stuff. So, yeah. so it's always very helpful mm. when we challenge, uh, we, we challenge established things, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, look, I think, um, you know, bring this conversation up with your close friends and, and send them this episode, talk about your standards, your, your, your principles, uh, you know, and and, and look, I, I think it's also. In, in talking about this, I think it's helpful to talk about this, um, firstly, with people of the same sex.
0: Mm.
1: I think that's really helpful to do because yeah. you're going to actually help each other yeah. to, to to get senses of like like, like what your standard is, yep. uh, much more easily, uh, you know, among uh, among people of the same sex. And generally, I think that's where the conversation ought to yeah. ought to kind of stay. Mm. I think where it sometimes goes out of those boundaries is when something has happened. Uh, where there has been, where modesty hasn't been observed in one form or another, mm-hmm. and a conversation might need to take place. You know, and, and and again, asking that question: Am I the right person to have that conversation? Do I need to talk to one of the girlfriends about it, and, and, and rather than approach her myself, or you know, or do I need to talk to one of his mates about it, uh, rather than approaching it myself? Or is there a a, a long enough, well established friendship that I can say, hey, that wasn't okay. And I think I just need to, to, to say that this didn't make me feel very comfortable because dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Um, does that make sense?
0: Yeah. 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 Definitely. Fantastic. And I think you emphasizing too what you said there is, um, actually putting the focus on the impact that it had on you as opposed yeah. to accusing the other person Yeah. of, yeah. you know, having done the wrong thing, having committed a crime, you right. know, actually put it back on yourself. You know, what's the impact that it had? On you? Why, why should it matter to them?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, so, um, so yeah, have that conversation. Do you have principles for, for friendship with colleagues? What are your principles for dating? Do you hold the same standard for yourself, for others? How leaning into these? What's the, uh, you know, it's a bit like the matrix. There are some rules that bend. There are some <laughs> rules that, or, or, like, like, you know, yeah, what's yeah. the, <laughs> what, what are the rules that bend and what are the rules that can't bend? You know, that's, mm. that's uh, I think mm. it's really helpful to have those conversations. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. And every person's going to be a little bit different. Not everyone's principles are going to look the same, even within yeah. a group of, you know, girlfriends, like even I'm thinking of some of my own friends here, you know, I have, I have a particular standard that I uphold that most of my friends uphold, but the mm. way that we express those standards will look different. And we know that about each other. And thank God. And that's good. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. it's meant to express who we are.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right. Uh, it's it's
1: it's funny, you know, even among clergy, even among clergy, you'll notice little subtle differences, yes. right? Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Um, uh, for example... In case you haven't noticed with any of the photos recently, Padre's growing a beard. Like, that's the thing among okay, clergy yeah, right now. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> true, true, it is. It is, that is the thing among clergy at the moment, is that we're yeah, bearded up. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, uh, one of my colleagues at the seminary uh, wears a full Roman collar, mm. right? A- and, and that's, day in, day out, that's what he wears. Like, mm-hmm. That's actually kind of cool. I normally reserve that for when I have a formal occasion. Mm-hmm. And then I, I reserve the little tab collar here for... For, for just normal everyday street dress mm-hmm. there, there are little subtle differences in the way that we express th- these these external manifestations yep. of the internal reality that is our priesthood just like there are differences in both men and women when they express the the, the masculinity or femininity that lies within A- and and oh gosh that was very, very trendy wasn't what lies <laughs> within uh, but, uh,
0: uh, you know, but, but you but you get the point right yeah. it's, it's yeah, yeah yeah definitely definitely. Um, Yeah, so I guess, you know, just practice having these conversations because, you know, the more we actually have these conversations, the easier it becomes to bring up the more uncomfortable conversations. Like, it's okay, but, yeah, the more we practice these, the easier that becomes. Um, And also it's helpful when we know what the other person's standard is, when we've actually – had those conversations, we've learnt about the other person, we've learned what kind of standards they uphold, we can remind them that when they don't speak the way that they want to or they don't behave the way that they want to, yeah. we can actually say to them, hey, that's not living up to your own ideal. Like I just – like I care about you and I love that you have these standards and I want to support you to live up to that standard. I'm just letting you know yeah. right now that's yeah. not meeting it right now. What can we do Absolutely. to shift that for you to make it something that you can actually attain? Because then you're being – an actual good friend that also holds your friend accountable yeah, that's to right. reaching those higher goals. That's right.
1: So, uh, and, and finally, look, I think, you know, we just have to ask, uh, in the previous episode, we uh, we rehashed something we've looked at in one of our very first episodes, uh, which was this this concept of building trust through braving. Uh, the acronym. <laughs> the, the, the acronym, not just like braving hellish yeah. friendship or something, but, but 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 braving is in an acronym, yeah. and uh, if you want to go back and see what that, that acronym stands for, go to the previous episode. Uh, but uh, you know, boundaries and and holding secrets, uh, you know, like like are there are there established boundaries that are respected? Is there a sort of a responsibility that we take for each other? Do we hold secrets well? Uh, do we make time for each other? Like like all these things help to 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 get a sense of. Is there actually trust that has been established in this relationship? Because trust it doesn't eliminate risk, but it manages risk. It tells me that I can actually take the risk with this person uh, because there are established um, established boundaries and, and yeah.
0: uh, you know in in, in 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 place. You've built up enough trust that you can actually make a deposit. <laughs> yeah,
1: person, I like it. I like it. That's 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 brilliant uh so yeah i mean just um in, in having these conversations be sensitive uh, be affirming talk from what impact it has on you not from what they're doing don't accuse because that's that's not what we do we don't accuse as christians that's not part of our part of our deal um and um if you have any questions look let us know yeah because yeah, yeah. i'm sure this episode must bring <laughs> up like <Ooh. laughs> a ton of questions yeah
0: yeah. So, yeah. Or things that you disagree with, like maybe you yeah. disagree with the way that we've talked about it today. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We're open to that. We're open to having our minds change. Absolutely. Like, please, let's, yeah, let's have that. Throw us
1: questions. Have that conversation. Please do. Yeah, let's have that. We'd, we'd, we'd love to.
0: So that brings us to the end of the episode: a truth, beauty, and goodness, Padre. Yeah.
1: So for me, it's a little resource that I've, I've come across while um, teaching a course on missiology on the church's mission, and. Um, uh, it's a book from one of our our previous uh, guests on the podcast Dr. Connor Sweeney his book called abiding the long defeat how to evangelize like a hobbit like a hobbit in a disenchanted age Ooh. it's such a title isn't it <laughs> it's uh, but uh, it's fun. It, it 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 really does a great job of kind of showing the 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 um, the layout the field of mission that we have mm. and Kind of gives us a little bit of a sense of how we might approach that field, uh, without without locking us into it. This is exactly how to do it. It kind of gives us a bit of a broad, a broad vision of what the field looks like and how we can approach the field. This is actually his doctoral thesis put into everyday language. Mm. And so it's 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 a really um, really great book. I recommend it to everyone and anyone who who wants to to. Talk about evangelization in our present situation. So, uh, yeah, yeah, cool. How about yourself?
0: Mm, for me, it was a phone call that I had with a friend of mine in Germany mm. um, that I met a few years back now. But um, yeah, we just had a we had a lovely conversation. And most of our conversations tend to be like spiritually based. Mm. Um, but we just both forgot that we're both in like the psychology space. So she's just finished her master's um, dissertation about a month ago the poor thing got really sick and has just recovered from that and now she's you know looking for work and that kind of thing and she's yeah. just exhausted so it's just interesting for us to have this conversation around psychology and I'm more in the therapeutic space and she wants to stay in the research space. And we're like, wow, we're so different. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but I so need you. Like, I need you to go out there and do the research and tell me what else that we can be doing. Yeah. And she's like, I need you. I need you to go and do the work and see if it works or not. And tell us, like, tell us, give us the feedback because that's how we're going to – so it's really cool to watch that complementarity of fields nice, as nice. well. Yeah, That's mine very, for Very, very cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's a lovely complementarity, yeah, between research and action. I yeah, love yeah, it. yeah, yeah, brilliant.
0: Yeah, it was really yeah. cool, really yeah. cool. So I'm really excited to see where this thing goes. Absolutely, down. yeah, yeah. I'm oh. trying to convince her to come out here, but that's not really Technology, working. Technology, man, I, I know, mean, this right? Is great, you know, all right. Connect with professionals across the world, yeah, but we didn't connect as professionals. Yeah, we connected, connected as sisters in, in Christ. Like that's how we connected. That's even better. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's even better.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, that's it's just more really awesome. cool. Really cool.
1: Very cool. Yeah.
0: So shout out to Angie because I know she listens to this. Um, God bless you, Angie. Well. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of Living Fullness. We will catch you again next week. But as always, know of our love and prayers. God bless.
1: Thank you so much for joining us this week on Living Fullness. We hope that in this episode there was something useful or helpful or something that blessed your life. If that is the case. Would you please consider sharing this podcast with someone? Perhaps it will bless their lives too.
0: Please also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. That will also help others to find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook.